Welcome to Men of Low Moral Fiber Side Quest. Side Quest. Feels good to be back. I'm sorry that I missed the Mario episode, but I've switched to, I'm a Sony man now, you know? Yeah. So I switched over. I don't even play Nintendo. What did you guys play last month? Uh, who can know? Uh, but I did. I do have a, a, a listener report for you. Oh, tell me all about it. Uh, I did hear from a listener. How many stars? Well, uh, she said, um, hey, Jason, I, I listened to your podcast this week. And I mm. said, um, Mom, did you listen to the most recent episode? She said, yes. I said, the one with the, the alert that they're swearing? She said, yes, that oh, one. no. I said, oh, oh good. God. Oh, good. The one she listened to. And she goes, uh, I, I, I don't like I heard that a, Mark Lewis, man. I heard a story about me. And I was like, is it, is it the maggot story? She goes, what? I'm like, never mind. Never mind. Come back. Oh, I thought that was on Joag. It was. It was. I realized oh. that. Oh, good. Was, no, okay. it was me playing Mario till you know, two in the morning. Oh, so, oh nice. yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was good times. Good times. Was it apocryphal? No, she didn't contradict it at all. She said, oh, yep, good. that's, okay. uh, that's what happened. Yep, that's what happened. That's because didn't you say? Did you say anything about like depression or anything? In yeah, and her marriage falling apart and all that. Cool. Um, you know, hey mom, if you're listening to this episode, we love you. Uh, you've been through some stuff, and thanks for getting us through it too. Yeah, and that's that's not because we play video games a lot. Don't assume that's going on in our lives as well. Is that fair? <laughs> oh sure. <laughs> we'll sure, take sure. all this out. This is not making the podcast. We we uh, we game uh, when we're healthy too. Yeah, um, but also we game. If we were getting divorced, I'm sure I'd game a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, what's that on your forehead there? Oh, oh, thanks for asking. No, um, I was playing with the kids at the park, and my eldest said, "Hey, Dad, uh, look under this slide." And I said, "Okay," and I bent my head down and just whacked it as hard as I could. Gotcha, Dad. The answer was that that some child had written "hello" on the underside of the slide. That was the the thrilling thing. Uh, but I uh, I was wearing a hat too, and I still hit it hard enough that it left like an abrasion. Uh, not nice. just like the big goose egg, but like, you know, open wound. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling good, you know? So, I'm sorry that happened to you. Thank you. Uh, but I'm moving on with the podcast. Sure, I'm, sure. I'm segueing to Can a different a dad, topic. dad injury update? Because I feel like we'll have one every month. I haven't had one recently. Oh. N- Even, I built a treehouse last week and haven't, I wasn't injured now at all. that's stellar. Megan, yeah. hurt her, Megan hurt her back uh, the other week, and I was like, ha! It sucks. You're old. Doesn't it? It sucks. <laughs> It's not the right reaction. No, no. I, instead, I just walked her through the exercises I do for my decrepit, aged back and was like, here, do this and do this three times a day and you'll be better soon. So we're here not only because we're going to be a week late to our a short hike episode, which I'm loving, by the way. I put in like two hours in it. Apparently, it's an hour and a half game. Wow. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I've explored every inch of it and I'm loving it. The kids love watching me do it. They've, I've let them fly around the thing and I'm having a good time. So that'll be out in a week or two. Uh, probably so it'll be the second Friday in uh, in July. I'm thinking. Even though I'm the one who uh, kind of found short hike and was really excited about, it, was telling everybody, I have not yet opened it. Um, and I think you know why. Uh, I think something came up in our lives, yes, that we've been looking for for a few months now, and that's the reason we're here today. The PS Five. Yes, uh, Cinco de PS, as they say. We we each got a PlayStation Five in the last two weeks, and we are here. Yep. In this minisode, to tell you all about it. Yeah, uh, it uh, it's pretty. It's very it pretty. It's very large. A lot of the yeah, a lot of the reviews are just like it's big and it it's plays big. games good, and that's true. Both of those are true. Once you can fit it on your shelf somewhere, it, it doesn't really matter how big it is. Yeah, uh, exactly. But every once in a while, I look up there and just go, "Wow, that's yeah. that's really big." 
It's bigger. Although I'm right next to it, I have the Xbox One, which is pretty teeny, uh-huh. and I have uh-huh. the PS3, which uh-huh. is also huge. Yeah. Yes, the fat boy. <laughs> the fat boy. So it's not that big. I don't know. Oh yeah. Smaller than a computer would be. True. The PlayStation had the one-off with the uh, the PlayStation Four to make it kind of small. That was nice. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we're here to basically talk about our. We'll talk a little bit about how we got them because that's an adventure and why and we got them. Not, why we got them and kind of what we've been enjoying enjoying so far, uh, and maybe when we'll see our first PS5 games on uh, on month. Maybe PS5 exclusive Ooh. at some point, just because we're elitist like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it might be Ratchet and Clank. Anyway, uh, yeah, I got mine. Basically, my buddy Tyler and I were like, it's PS5 time. It hasn't gone down in price. It's probably not going to. It's not going to be easier to get. Forecasts are these things are going to be pretty hard to get forever. We're looking at OfferUp. We're looking at Craigslist. They're routinely like seven, eight hundred bucks. Yeah, let's pause right, right there, real quick, and just talk about like. So the idea here was not that you needed one, but just that you wanted to have one by October. Yes. Right. So so start trying now, knowing how difficult it's going to be, and eventually maybe you'll get through. Right. And we signed up, uh, and I think the way that it, it's also part of the Helms gene, and Tyler has this too. Tyler's my roommate in college, and we get a little obsessive about things so oh, it's yeah. like yeah let's dip our toes in we'll sign up for a couple of those twitter accounts we'll turn on notifications for like ps stock drops and whatever uh and and we'll just kind of see when they drop how often get a feel for the waves get a feel for how hard it is to get within a couple days we're like oh they're really hard to get real hard yeah bots just like grab them up by the thousands and then resell them um, and scalp them for a thousand plus. And, so, and to make make you feel what that's like, listener, it's like yeah, waiting for the clock to tick to be noon or whatever the time is, watching the world clock. Eight AM text goes out or tweet goes out. Hey, three PM Eastern, Walmart's dropping. Get ready. Yep. So you so you wait for the clock to tick by. You're looking at the world clock on time dot is. You're counting the seconds down, <laughs> and about two seconds before, you just start hitting refresh. Yeah. Right. And it goes. Not not available, not available, out of stock. Yep. And it's one second after. You're like, how? Yep. How? Yep. And the answer, and Ben, is bots. You're right. Is bots, is resellers, yeah. So it sucks. And there's very few sites that have um, kind of, uh, it's more than CAPTCHAs you would need. I guess. Or maybe CAPTCHA is all you need, right? But it's some way to, to kind of tell if someone's human and not a bot and not sending 50 of them to the same address or whatever it might be. So As the Beatles once said, CAPTCHA is all you need. Exactly. How did you, how did you get yours? Yeah. So we're dipping our toe in, and then we hear, oh, Fred Meyer has them. We like, I think, oh, we get the, like their weekly catalog, right? It says, oh, PS Five, it's there, it's five hundred bucks. So we call over twenty Fred Meyers in the Portland area, and all of them are like, yeah, we get them like every few weeks. We get between two and twenty, and we get there at six a.m. and like whoever's here at six a.m. gets them basically, and people are here every day at six a.m. So we go to. I don't know, 10 different Fed Myers at 6 a.m. or call in. This is over a period of like two or three weeks. Two or three times a week, we'll show up at a Fred Meyer at 6 a.m. Uh, and it sucks, and we never get one. And we're making friends with all of our local Fred Meyer electronics department managers and stuff. And finally, Tyler just gets one on Target. Like, it's one of the normal like stock drops, and it's like 3 p.m. Eastern. Boom, he gets in, and he lucks out and gets one. Picks it up at Target the next day. He's got one. It was Best Buy or Target, some some local place where he picked it up. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm not looking as hard because I really, I see his, it's pretty. I get to play his like once a week and I'm pretty happy. That satiates my like, my curiosity and I, I don't need one right away. There's no exclusive I need to play for the podcast or anything. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm on a run and I get a phone call from Tyler at 6.30 in the morning. He's like, dude, 
I got you one. <gasps> so Tyler got two. Somehow. Wow. He's got so he's he, got the touch. He's got the magic touch. He's a surgeon, so he's got really good, really quick fingers. And quick pause before we continue with that. Uh, ben and I both know of Frederick Meyer not as the wonderful department store that it is. Uh, but we're introduced to it by the Glenn Phillips song, uh, Fred Meyer. So please take a moment, listen to that great song Fantastic. about surviving the apocalypse uh, inside of a Fred Meyer. Uh, with the lyrics, I'll, I'll just throw out the chorus. Uh, Tag buildings slash tires, drive go-karts like Shriners, just hang out at Fred Meyer's. That's right. Go dancing, set fires, tag buildings, slash tires, drive go-karts, like Shriners, just hang out at Fred Meyer's. Fantastic. Uh, and then Jason, you had a weird loophole in yours. Yeah, tell us about oh, yours. I got the exploit. It was like a week later, yeah. So so I we we follow three or four uh different uh Twitter accounts on this, and there's a, a GameStop drop and the uh, the day before I there were two drops. I think it was uh Walmart and PlayStation Direct, and I literally spent five hours online trying to get one. In queue. Uh between the two of them. Uh, it was in a awful. queue to get in the queue. And I was in meetings all day, and I would just like occasionally say, oh, excuse me yeah. one moment for my meeting, as yeah. I refresh this frantically for five minutes. Yeah. And so uh, then GameStop was going to drop one, and uh, just as soon as it went up, one of the Twitter accounts said, by the way, try Apple Pay. That is sometimes a nice little workaround for Because it has uh, your information GameStop. already loaded, so you can skip like the, the – the, a lot of times you can skip like the shipping and the billing and the address – pages in the website if you just click like oh apple pay yeah and it that wasn't necessarily what was going on that's what i heard before i've heard that before that is the reason why so it would actually say out of stock and wouldn't give you a buy button oh it would give me an apple pay button and i actually had to give them more information they they didn't like the way that my shipping address was written through apple pay so i had to like change dr to drive or something like that anyway sure but uh yeah i got it through apple Pay, and then you know waiting and an hour later, people were still getting them through Apple Pay. So, yeah, listener, I loaded mine up and almost hit order again. You you can go get one uh, next time there's a GameStop drop. If they haven't uh, fixed yeah. this exploit, just use Apple Pay, and it will get yeah, you dude. to the front of the line. I kept not believing it was true until it showed up at my house uh, on Tuesday, uh, just a few days ago, and I haven't put it down since. All right, so let's talk about what we're playing. Uh, well, maybe what we planned on playing and what we're actually playing because mine's very different. I'm not playing what I thought I'd be playing, yeah. Yeah, and quick context for this. I was definitely a PS4 guy, and Ben was an Xbox guy uh, last generation. Yeah. Ben is experiencing the the PlayStation uh, library, uh, a lot of the new ones for the first time, or or not since the PS3, which he had. Uh, So so some of this is catching up on PS4 games that just look prettier. Totally. Oh, yeah. So the three that I really wanted to get were Horizon Zero Dawn, because, again, PS exclusive, Last of Us, I played the original on PS3, but Last of Us 2, I had not played yet. And then, what was the other one? God of War, I think, was the other one, and Spider-Man were kind of the ones that like I just had not been able to play. Uh, and so, got all those, started playing uh, started playing them, and then Hitman 3's on sale. I was like, that looks cool. It's on sale. I've heard cool things. And it, there's a specific PS5 edition. There's not a lot of PS5 games out there. So, picked it up on sale, jumped in, I was like, Jason... This game is so much like Untitled Goose Game. Have you ever played it? You're like, hey, maybe that's why people call it Goose Game. It's like Hitman with a goose. But for me, I discovered it the wrong way. So anyway, I put more hours into Hitman, like two or three times more than I have any other game so far. It's so much fun. It's uh, really, having really a blast. Fun. Are you are you on the third mission yet or still just cranking through the first I haven't game? even started the third mission. I've played two levels of this game for the past week. I just did the third mission for the first time. The reason I was late... 
uh, to our record was I had to uh, watch one of their cutscenes uh, before running up here. I'd finished the mission, it's ready to go, and then I had a, a two minute cutscene. And if you haven't played these games, they are just like um, murder sandboxes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, sneak around, uh, yep. kill people in interesting ways. And then at the beginning and end of every mission, there's like a two-minute cutscene. And it honestly at feels least. like the last time on or next time on episode. Like, it's just dramatic revelations with, like, very little room for a character. Uh, and yeah. it's... I just don't care. Uh, it's yeah. not bad. It's, it's, it's just It's just meaningless to me, particularly having not played the first two. And it's fine. I, I you know, watch them the first time and then skip them the rest of the times. It barely ties into the actual gameplay, nah. <laughs> if at all. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, we don't. This is not a Hitman Three pot, so we don't need to get more into that. Suffice it to say, we're having a lot of fun with Hitman Three. We'll probably go back and play Hitman One and Two. Probably not at Mulf Game. Before you jump on favorite kill so far, I think the satisfaction of the matriarch of the second episode and getting her own family to offer at the very oh. end. Just because you have to put so much time into understanding all the loops of all the people, that was very satisfying. Just having them do your job for you. Yep, I, th- I think my favorite one is also from that, and it's um, the uh, the grave digger, the funeral guy. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I, I buried her alive. It's fantastic. Yeah, nice, um, solid. Yeah. Good. So, uh, but I I think my favorite moment is different. I haven't told you this yet. This is on the uh, Dubai level. I had some things planned out, and I, I had to get escorted by a character past some security. Uh, meanwhile, I'd been past there, you know, three or four other times, been, you know, making chaos happen. Mm-hmm. And I'd saved it right at this spot just before she escorts me back through security. And then three steps later, she somehow looks through the level architecture up two levels and sees a knocked out body. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh no. Like, just where she is on the stairs, she just sees it out of the corner of her eye. She's like... What's that up there? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then she books Uh-oh. it, sprints up two flights of stairs, oh, no. opens a locked door, and it's like, everybody, look at this. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I saved it right before then. How do I fix this? And That's so, the worst. Uh, there were also, she she got slowed down from that because along the way she discovers two others. Oh, jeez, you're leaving them all over the place. Yeah. So I had to back it up, and I go there, and I'm like, okay, so the two others are literally right above her on the balcony right above her. So she's going to walk up the stairs. She's going to walk past them. There's no way to hide them. I was like, what if I what if I just toss them, toss them off the balcony? Someone else's problem. Onto her. Right. Oh, okay. Like, what if I do that? What? Yeah. I, I just want to know what happens. Yeah, exactly. The answer is she acts like you dropped a coin. And I was like, what? Huh. What? Weird. And then looks back and goes back to what she's doing. And I, I dropped it. the other one clothed, one naked because I took his clothes. Huh? And she's standing there right next to a guard. And they're both like, what? Weird noise. And literally standing... So I go down to check on them, because I just dumped these two bodies, and I look, and there's just two bodies lying at their feet. And they're, like, kind of walking around them as they talk. Never noticed. And it was, like... Amazing. The broken parts of Hitman together of, it's unfair to me, of she can see us yes. three levels. And it's unfair to the game, because I can just throw a body in front of her. Uh, it's not a perfect yeah. sim. It's just a fun sandbox to play things in, and to watch things go wrong. Yes. 100%. I've had a few glitches, too, and all of them have been just as fun to figure out a workaround yep. as the challenges have been and the fun. Yeah, exactly. It's that's, that's pretty great. All right. So I think one of the reasons we bought it was miles Morales. Cause yeah. that game looks so pretty. I have not yeah. even started that game yet. I have if you. you yeah. Have. Oh yeah. I'm uh, like three hours in. Oh, nice. Okay. You mini review worth it. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I dig it. It's got, um, a little bit of the, the beat em up style of the Arkham games. 
uh, you know, just keep hitting with combos. I, like I think I think the combat's a little bit better the way you can use webs, uh, yeah. particularly to like pull people back. Um, it's a lot of like combat mechanics quickly, uh, but mm-hmm. I got used to it, you know, decently decently quickly. But if I'm not in a rhythm for it, if there's a cutscene, I will get my butt kicked. Like the second combat starts, it's all yep. about just being fast and just falling into a rhythm. Um, yep. And so it's really fun that I will like. If there's a cutscene, if somebody talks, it's like, well, I guess I'm I'm just gonna die now, because because I can't get back into it now. Um, but I just switched to doing it stealth mode, and it is like those old Arkham games where you, uh, you know, climb on a ceiling, uh, spider web down, and just kind of hang down above him, and then yeah. like grab him, pull him up to the ceiling, and web him twip 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 to the top of the ceiling. Um, I love that. And then just just get the next guy. Uh, it's really fun. Uh, the story's fun. Having a good time with it. Um, Sweet. The kids like watching, um, and uh, it's not so violent that they can't watch. Although at one point, Maddie said um, that it referred to me having killed a bunch of guys, and I was like, no, 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 no. This is Spider Man. Spider Man doesn't kill anyone. Those guys are unconscious. That he does not kill anyone. He doesn't. That is it's canon. That is true. It is. Canon. It is true. Uh, I've let the girls watch a lot of Hitman 3. Yeah. Because the first two hours of a level is just me doing recon. Yep. I don't kill a single person. I try to sneak around. Ideally, I'll get into disguise, which means I'll take one out, get into disguise of like security or gardener or whatever. And then I'll let them like just watch me like hang out in the kitchen and just figure out people's loops. And it's a pretty thing. And like, you know, they like British architecture. They always have my children. Oh, yeah. So uh, they're super into that. So they really like that, that, uh, that level. By the way, A Boy and His Blob is available. What? On PS Now. What? Oh, yeah. That's another thing. PS Now, PS Plus. I hate it. I don't want to spend time complaining about it because apparently everyone hates it. This is not the place where we're going to clarify the differences between them. I will never know the difference. The bundle I got with my PS5 came with both for a year. So basically, I'm just going to re-up and I never have to figure out what they are. But I have both. Both of them have games. Both of them let you play online. And one of them has a boy and his blob in it. I desperately want to explain the relationship between them. I'm going to avoid that and let you go Thank to you. the PlayStation website and just find out about it. Uh, but let's That's talk great. about the best PlayStation 5 game. I am bread. You are bread. No. I am bread. I need to hear about this. Okay. Oh, I, already, I have it downloaded. It's great. You, you play as bread. Bread. Oh, you need Watam, by the way. Okay, what? You need Watam. W-A-T-T-A-M. Your girls will love it. Okay. Let them play. All right. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Um, so the best PlayStation 5 game, though, maybe the best ever made uh, for PlayStation 5, we will see, is Astro's Playroom, the packing Oh, game. yeah, dude. It's, That's been the most hours, for it's sure. Amazing. It's oh, amazing. It's so And it just shows you all the things the PlayStation 5 can do. It's, the, it's pretty. It's other, hilarious. It, yeah. The, the only other system I remember getting and remember it like this vividly was the N64. That's the, the closest thing I can get where I'm where it felt like holding a big... the controller and being like, oh, and the, well, I look at that beveled edge and look at the way it feels yeah. in, in my hands and oh, this is so cool. And it's like the PlayStation 5 gives me that vibe of this is new. There's something new. The the rumble is cool. The fact that it's not just a rumble pack, but the fact that it has like 60 different rumble zones or whatever. But And I heard about the dick mic before, and I was like, that's cool. A microphone pointed at your crotch. Like, why would I want that? An extra mic. And I don't know if it's being like a sound nerd or just like having it in person or both. Like, I've played for hours with my TV muted and just the 
and it only works, I think, only on PS5 games. But on Astro's Playroom, it's it's obviously optimized for that game is meant to show off the controller. Uh, but just the audio from the controller, and it basically it gives you spatial audio in the sense that it only gives you the like what you would hear if you were Astro. Like yeah. it gives you Astro's footsteps, it gives you the rain, it gives you like his little noises, and it doesn't give you the music, it doesn't give you the, the like ambient effects or music or um, any of the, like the other players or any NPCs or anything any of their sounds. It's immersive. I know you love that word, but immersive in a way that like you feel like you're hearing exactly what you would be if you were in Astro's place. Yeah, uh, it's it's an insane controller that I didn't. I've never thought a controller was like. A, I remember the first DualShock, and it was like, oh, two joysticks. That's cool. Like that was a big step up in 1998 or whenever the PS2 yeah, came out. I, I remember thinking, wow, I'll never use both of these. Yeah, Oops. exactly. Right. This, yeah, give me A S and D W A S D. Right. Boom. Give me my WASD controls. Uh, but this has been really cool, and it, yeah. it's weird because we're looking at it. It's like, oh, it's an Xbox controller. Like it's it's a mix between a PS and an Xbox controller. But it, it definitely is much cooler than that. I'm excited to see what games do with the the touchpad too. The touchpad and the mic are definitely two steps up. Yeah, I let my wife uh, hold the controller uh, while it was raining, just so she could kind yeah, of feel what that felt totally. like. Um, the and, zipper, oh, the, the zipper is my zipper. favorite. Zipper, that's feels so cool. Yeah, but one of the things I noticed about the rain because she was like really struck by like, wow, it really feels like rain. Is yeah. it rains at different points in the level, and you can feel with your hands the difference between big drops and drizzle. Uh, you know, it's not just the speed; it's the size of the drops. And in these different areas, I was like, it doesn't just feel like rain; it feels like it feels like two different kinds of rain depending on where I am. That's amazing. The craziest thing is I saw you and him. Orange Juice Jones. You without me, like cornflakes without the milk. Corn, like cornflakes without the milk. It's uh, my world. I'm just a squirrel trying, trying to get a nut. All right. Sorry. Uh, and we're back. The rain's cool. Um, P.S. One of them has... Abzu, which we play all the time on Xbox. Yeah. It has Grim Fandango. Yep. Uh, Rocket League, I've been playing a bunch. Last of Us Remastered is on PlayStation Plus. Last Guardian might be a month game we play in the future. That's a beautiful mm-hmm. game I've always wanted to play. Um, what else, man? Oh, God of War. Of course, God of War I played the first five hours of, and that is gorgeous. I, you always hear like, oh, 4K, 60 FPS, and it's like, yeah, that's the next thing. Some games can do that who've been upgraded to PS5. Some games can't. I really feel like once you, and we, I think we agree on this, like, once you're playing for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, five minutes sometimes, like, you're in the game, you're playing, you're not noticing, like, the frame rate, or, like, oh, it's so crisp. I mostly agree with that. Obviously, there's some cutscenes or some, like, reveals of landscapes or horseback riding or whatever, where you're like, holy balls, this looks amazing. And 4K versus 1080 is definitely just, like, that 10% better, where it's just like, oh, yeah, everything's a little prettier. And then, obviously, the 60 FPS... Versus the 30 is the same kind of thing where it's like, oh, yeah, that that turning of the, the screen or that reveal or whatever it might be is just a little smoother. The hair follicles moving in the wind are just a little smoother than that 30 FPS. And it definitely feels like a, a significant step up, even though it probably is the smallest step up in a console generation yeah. in previ- compared to previous consoles. But yeah, I think the biggest thing is the load times. Um, you, yes. you mentioned uh, Last Guardian, by the way. Um, you should play uh, the previous game by that uh, that creator, um, Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, oh yeah, I always wanted to. Yes. That, yeah, try to find out nothing about that game and just okay. play it and cool. have an emotional experience with it. It's I love it. It's a really heavy game, and it does 
Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Last of Us in some ways. Okay. But of trying to reach those same emotional moments from a completely different path, where Last of Us, uh, you know, kind of an obvious version of the emotional thing, there, something bad happens and everybody feels sad about it. Uh, this is all of the narrative moments are saying, hey, this is good. What's happening is good. You're doing a yeah. good thing. And it's just this sl- slight coloration to it that you start to feel you're like, Don't tell me anything else. Huh. And you slowly feel more and more like maybe everything is awful. Maybe everything, not just this game, maybe everything is awful. Nice. Uh, and it does it completely through gameplay. It's really, really impressive. Dude. And there's been a couple of them or just remakes? So so just one. Uh, they did a remake in 2017. Okay. Um, 2018. Yeah, yeah, okay. 2018? Cool. Yeah. And the original was, I think, 2010. Uh, and then Sweet. the one before that was called... Uh, Eco, and that is I, I've not played that, but I've heard other great things. ICO, okay, um, yeah, and I, I want to play Last Guardian. Um, that, yeah, that one looks cool. Totally. Uh, yeah, I don't know any other games that that you have on the horizon after if we ever stop playing Hitman, which is unlikely. Well, there's one game on the horizon. Oh, uh, nice. come maybe maybe coming this uh, this holiday season. Uh, horizon Forbidden West pretty excited about that try not to watch trailers because i know i'm excited about this game and i will buy it day one and it'll be great like once yeah. i'm sold on the game i'm like eh, why do i want trailers anymore i i need yep. it yeah exactly cool. and then uh i think that's about all the playstation 5 can i tell a, a quick story about uh the family getting into video games yeah please uh Let, let's there's pop, one more game the, the playstation 5 though if there's more you wanted to say Trying to think. Oh, you know, yeah. I guess the the one that we were kind of obsessed with, obviously, last year was Cyberpunk. Yeah. And they, I didn't even realize until like a week ago. I texted you, and it, it's back. The big news, right, is that it's back in the PlayStation Store as of a week or two ago. And I, for six months being out of it because the game was, everybody wanted refunds basically. Uh, and so Sony was like, "We don't want to give refunds. We're just not going to let you buy it," uh, which just makes sense by them. Uh, they didn't even make a next gen version because I knew they really? shipped it. They launched it in it not originally because originally it was supposed to come out in like 1997 yeah. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they just pushed it back, pushed it back, pushed it back, uh, and they'd crunch for like five years, and then it finally came out. And it came out like within a, a few weeks of the PS5 and the Xbox Series S and X coming out. So I was like, oh, cool that they're, they're dropping both. Of, I just assumed because I didn't have a PS5 that they were dropping both the next gen and the current gen at the same time. Apparently, the next gen is, was slated the whole time to come out in the fall of this year, of 2021. So, I don't know what that looks like, if it's actually going to be different. If that one, maybe that one will actually be good and have no bugs. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm still, they still have me on the hook for that. Like, if that game's actually wow. good, I could see myself buying that again, especially if it's discounted you at all. that game. Yeah. I awesome. really did, man. And that game without bugs would be pretty dang amazing. Uh, and, it's, and they fixed a couple, like, game mechanics, like the police and, like, gravity and some weird things that just kind of never really fit very well somebody said something that made me really shift my mind on that game uh which is um that it's not a gta it's a um a, a fallout fallout and, and it just completely nope. shifted the way i looked at because it it's such yep. a bad gta yeah it does such a bad job of being gta and if it's a fallout it's like fallouts are always kind of janky in terms of like crowd dynamics in terms yeah. of like running around and just try it, trying to do the that part of the open world um, I was like a lot of the things that I thought it did well were the crafting, the leveling up, uh, those kind of things that you know were interesting. It was exciting to do that to my character. So, so just yeah. shifting that viewpoint is is funny. How much my own preconceived idea of the genre really affected the way I th- I thought of it. And also uh, out of the uh, CD 
PK, CDPRK, whatever the hell that company's name is, CD Projekt Red, is they're coming out with a new Gwent, a next-gen Gwent. Really? Uh, they're oh. hiding it within this other game, some like witching crafting game. Sure, sure. Uh, that I put uh, like 120 hours into a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, but really excited. Hopefully, if that's on PS Now or Plus or discounted or whatever, uh, I'll definitely pick that up again because that game was pretty on the next on the last generation, on two generations ago. Is that right? Man, I don't even remember when I played it on. But um, yeah, that game at 4K 60 FPS is going to be mm. mind blowing. Mm. So that's going to be released later this year too, along with next gen Cyberpunk. Yeah. So, so speaking of beautiful games, uh, is it yes. okay if I transition now into uh, very quick story time? Please, uh, please. The uh, so I, I reported on a last episode that I'd uh, been playing near Replicant, uh, and I finished that. Um, and uh, my wife watched the whole thing, loved it, got really into the story. Uh, and that's not a thing that we've done in the past, although she's been getting more and more into video games recently. So uh, she watched near Replicant. Got really into the story, and uh, the sequel came out a few years ago because Replicant is a remake of the first in the series. That's not true. It's more complex than that, but we're going to pretend it's true. So I said, hey, for the next one, you know, I haven't played Nier Automata. Uh, we've got it through uh, Game Pass. Uh, I've, I've played it before. I, I don't want to play it again. Would you like to play it? And I could watch you play it, and we'll just shift roles. And she was very much like, I don't know. That's one of those ones where you move the camera. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, give it a whirl. Test it out. Uh, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Or it's, uh, I think it's one of those games that, as uh, Girlfriend Reviews refers to it as Diarrhea Christmas Lights. Yeah, it very much and, is. And look, isn't it a uh, look at the booty shooty? Yeah, look at the booty shooty. Look at the booty mm-hmm. shooty with Diarrhea Christmas Lights uh, mm-hmm. when you have boss fights. Yes. So it's a lot. Yep. It's a lot to pl- take in as a, totally. as a second hand, but it's also yep. a lot to, to do yourself. Uh, but she is, she's all in on the story, right? Because she's seen the yeah. first one. Oh, true. Right? That helps. And so, so she's invested and wants to find out. Of course, the the second one takes place 10,000 years after the first one. So, you know, there's a bit of a jump. Um, it's just like the Arrested Development uh, season two. I think they did exactly. that between every season. Yeah, that makes sense. Standard. A little, yeah. little bit of a jump. Yeah. So, um, and, and she she learned some things that I, that I kind of talked to her about. Not about camera movement, but just about how we feel about games. And uh, she would play for about half an hour and then be like, okay, I think I'm done with this game. And then a couple days later, pick it up for half an hour again. And I was like, I you think know what, I only stop playing video games when my body fails me. Or my kids are like, Dad, we need to go to the bathroom, or we need to go to sleep, or, or like there's a commitment, like a time commitment that I have. Well, I, I found <laughs> that I do the same thing that she was doing. When I, I get a brand new game, yeah, I put in like half an hour. I'm like, wow. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, depends on the game, right? Yeah. But uh, a lot of times it's like, I like it. I think I'm done playing. I've been overloaded with the amount of information I've learned about how to oh, yeah. like, navigate this world. I need to take I get a break. That. Yeah, okay. And a couple days later, I'm like, um, and often you don't get to the fun part in the first half hour. Right. Right. And a couple days later, I pull it up, play another half hour, 45 minutes, and put it down. Yeah. And a couple days later, I pick it up, and I play for three hours straight. And it's like, yeah. from then on in, you know, I'll, I'll do it in three to four hour segments, and I, I love get that. it. It's great. Yeah. And so she was doing that, you know, half hour here, half hour there, and, um, yeah, she did that three or four times. And then I uh, came downstairs from a meeting, and it was like two in the afternoon, and she had, she was playing. I was like, I usually save this for after the kids go to bed. And she was already, you know, had been playing for two hours. Uh, she was in. She was just like, I'm all in on this game. It's fantastic. It. That's um, awesome. So she beat the first ending last night and just like broke down crying. Like it just decimated her emotionally. Yeah. Uh, and then finding out that there's more and knowing that there's a lot more. And I was like, by the way, when you start the next playthrough, 
there's a little segment in the at the beginning about 15 minutes long and you'll be crying again by the end of that dude um it's it's a really brilliant they the game ends the game has five endings and between the first and second one uh you uh, for the second one you replay the first game again from a different point mm-hmm. of view but but right before that there's almost like a little short story where it focuses on these two robots that are completely not connected at all that you've never seen before yeah and just tells a short story with them that's yep. kind of a little transition between the two and it's like cool. 15 minutes long you're gonna cry it's fantastic that's awesome and not quite that much because hannah didn't play but just playing out of war the first three to five hours hannah was there in the room with me and kind of watching occasionally uh and then something happened with the character and i was like who is this character like i've never played another god of war game this is the eighth one so i'm like they, there's not a lot of there's zero exposition like it starts with eighth? like yeah eighth? it oh starts gosh, with building no a funeral pyre for someone in the family i want to give no spoilers uh, and I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Oh, so this person's crying. Apparently, I'm taking care of a kid. Like, is this my kid? I, no answers. So it definitely assumes you've played the games before, but I'm sure you'll it'll slowly answer them throughout the game, uh, or they're not important, whatever. And I like look over. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know. Who, like, if you're watching this, I don't know who this is. And she's like, Oh, that's Odin of this blah 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 in this world. And it's because you travel to this land, and this happened. Blah, blah. Apparently, she's just been, been on Wikipedia and IGN and all these sites, like looking up the backstory to the previous seven games. Nice. Like for the past hour, I've been playing. So she nice. was totally sucked in. She's the lore keeper. And like, you know, she, exactly. She read all the Game of Thrones stuff when we were watching them, and like, she is all about like the history and the story of games. And so that kind of sucked her in. So she's. She's not super into Hitman because it's the opposite. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she's excited for me to go back and play God of War a little more. Quick game recommendation, then. Um, maybe check out 13 Sentinels. Uh, that okay. would be a fun one with her. It's it's all lore. And it's all oh, theory crafting. Okay. And I would just tell her, like, don't look up anything on Wikipedia. It That's is all within her. the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. But, but just know that, like, you can spoil the entire thing yeah. for yourself in, you know, half an hour. Right. And it will make no sense. Right. Uh, but it's like a 30 to 35 hour game that I think the narrative of the game is twists and referencing twists from 90s movies in particular. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Right. About eight hours into the game, you're like, oh, okay. At some point, I'm going to meet a character and he will have been dead the entire time. Okay. Right. Okay. I got it. Nice. I see where we're going. Nice. And it's like, it, I didn't realize that you could make an entire story with all of the twists, just all right. of the ones you could possibly imagine and that you've seen. So it was all a dream and he was dead the whole time and they're aliens and they really weren't aliens. And it's just mounting and mounting and mounting. Awesome. And yet by making it cohesive somehow, the whole thing, they, they pull it off. Right. And it ends up, the characters are strong enough that you actually care about them the whole way through. And it's really enjoyable and fun. That's cool. So that might be a good catch call up. The real twists were the friends we made along the way. Gosh, that is the that is my review <laughs> of Thirteen Sentinels. I'm stealing it from you. That is That's it. Beautiful. Sweet. All right. On that note, we've talked way too long. Uh, Corey, we miss you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'd hunt for a PS5 if you asked me to. I don't think she cares though. Uh, <laughs> but we will be recording a short hike in the next few days, and that'll be out in a week or two. Uh, if you join our Patreon, uh, you can get that a week before everybody else. So feel free to check that out. Anything else? That's it. All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.